your vision for real with Alicia Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) I am back. We are back with another Eurovision for Real episode, and luckily I am not alone today, so you don't have to just put up with me ranting in my basement. I am joined by Eurovisionfam.com's Lily. Thank you for coming back. Always happy to be here and happy to keep you from being a basement dwelling ranter. You know, you know, just I, I'm just trying not to be that. You know, there's so much of that already in the world, and and I'm not trying to contribute to it. But, you know, we kicked off the season already. We were talking about everything we know so far for Eurovision 2024. And, you know, we talked about speculation. But, you know, sometimes speculation is fun. Sometimes it's fun to speculate. And so with that said, you know, we're going to go through the list of countries that we have participating so far that are confirmed. And maybe if we have time, maybe we can touch on the folks that are most likely to return and we're doing this in alphabetical order so you know equity equity okay and so i mean look last year i you know it's interesting because i thought last year could be a stronger year to even eurovision 2022 Mm -hmm. i was thinking that eurovision 2023 would raise the bar Now that we are back in Sweden, and I will say with 2016, it did feel like a lot of countries wanted to come correct in Sweden. They wanted to really, you know, put themselves out there in a meaningful way and really, you know, come competitively to the stage. But I will say 2016 was in Stockholm. And so I don't know if that will affect anything. I hope not. I doubt it. But anything is possible. (laughs) Anything is possible. I'm trying, to think, like, I'm trying to think about 2013 again. I mean, 2013, no. It, 2013 was not that strong of a year. I felt entertained, though. Like, that's why it's a year that I don't mind going back and watching. Like, I, I enjoy going back and watching 2013. But I do recall, like, if we reflect on the fandom at the moment, I think a lot of people really were feeling... Um, only teardrops. I and, yeah. and I think even sometimes now when people talk about like, oh, you know, like winners that are just like that everyone kind of like agreed on and there was like a consensus. I do hear a lot of people reference 2013 where they're just like, yeah, like everyone was pretty much cool and and kind of aware that like, yeah, Emily DeForest is going to do this. Right. I think so. I feel like I was in the minority with 2013 because I was kind of like blindsided by it. I feel like 20, like, I'm going to say the years between like 2010 and 2015, okay. I was kind of blindsided by the winners, like at the time. But mm-hmm. like in retrospect, I'm like, okay, yeah, I saw that coming. But I wasn't really hardcore in the fandom at that time. I was you know, kind of in my own world. Okay. Okay. I think that's fair. I mean, my favorite song from 2013, and I'm. So happy that I was able to interview her. If you have not peeped that interview, go on my channel. It was an amazing conversation. She had some amazing takeaways for like what Norway could do. And it's Margaret Berger. I feed you my love. That song, I think someone could send that now at Eurovision and it would still feel like, yeah. No, agree 100%. That's one of the best 
ones from that year for me. I always joke, it's like, oh yeah, I remember Norway winning in 2013. And I'm so glad you got that interview. I'm so glad. Right? It was so great to talk to her. And also, I will say, one of my favorite Eurovision songs of all time is It's My Life. <laughs> Iconic. Back, back Iconic. when Romania was like, yeah, we're doing it. Like, yes, we are up in here and we are going to pull out all the stops at Eurovision. I miss that Romania. I need that Romania to come back. All right. But let's, so we, we took a moment to just reflect. So let's just go down the list. Let's just do this. We're speculating. Disclaimer. Obviously, we know nothing. We know nothing. We know nothing. We're just having fun speculating. And you know what? I, I am looking forward to revisiting the foolishness that I'm probably about to say <laughs> through this. So let's just go on and kick it off. Okay. Kick it off with Austria. So, I mean, I'll I'll let you start. Do you think Austria is going to come correct this year? What are you thinking? I'm a little worried for Austria. I'm always a little worried for Austria, to be completely honest. And I feel like, okay, we have a good point because there's a lot of hype last year with um, Tay and Selena and it was a fandom favorite so that might give Austria another wind because they've kind of been in a bit of the doldrums for the last couple of years. It's been back and forth. I feel like with them it's been, I mean because we had what was it, like 2019 Austria not so great. That was, I mean actually I think the song was good. Wasn't that because that was, that was the song was yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I love that one. That yeah, one, but didn't qualify. It was not a competitive entry. Yeah, it was not really a competitive entry. Modern, cool. But I think anyone could say, like, this is going to have a hard time trying to stick. I mean, because it was like that that intro to it. I think I had that on one of my songs, like, It's a Skip. Yeah, no. But it I was mean, most, it, the intro was like, I think, 20 seconds long. And she hadn't yeah. even started singing. So I was like, I've already clicked. I don't know, like, because for me, I think I, I'm a I'm a defender of that one hardcore, um, just because I think it was one that it took me a while to get attached to it, and when I did, I fell absolutely in love with it. Um, I think it was like my it was like my disco of that year, where it's like a song I just absolutely adore, and I know it's not going to qualify, mm-hmm. but like I can't help but have it like really highly ranked. I feel like maybe that's the kind of song we're going to get from Austria again, where it's something that's like see, that's what I'm thinking. For That's the, exactly what I'm thinking. Because I'm thinking, or it could go that way, or even some, it could either go like, not going to qualify, but I love it, or I love it and people underrate it and it does better than expected, kind of like okay. they did in like um, 2018. Yeah, that was 2018, Nobody But You. Okay, yes, uh, yes. I was like, that was when I like, I love that song. I was like, this I just, is going exactly. better than you guys think it is. Well, see, that was the song for me. I liked it. I was like, I don't know if Europe is really going to be here for it. But exactly. I was like, this is actually good. I was like, yeah, this no, is well produced. And, like, we know face, it's going to be sung well. Yeah. And like his face is just so striking. Everything about that was such a great package. And I mean, third place. Well, hold up. Third. Hold up, wait. We might disagree because I, I think he had the charisma of a paper bag. But like... I, <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a lot of riz. He could have sold say. it. He could have sold it better, but it was a good song and it was well sung. Okay, but he could have he could have put a little razzle dazzle on it for me, just a little bit more. You know, I mean, Loki. That's one thing, I, and I'll give it to uh, Jan Lundvik. 
singing about nothing, singing bland, regular songs. But he sells it. He sells because you like him, you know. And I'm not saying Caesar, you don't like him. I, like he's likable, obviously. But you know, Yon Lumbit puts the wink on it. You know, the little soft shoe, the little razzle dazzle on it. You know, it makes me go, oh, okay, okay. I guess okay, you feeling it? So I guess I gotta feel it a little bit too. Yeah, that's what, no, that's I, get, I, I feel that. I understand that. But so that. over, like- <laughs> so Austria, but Austria. I'm thinking that Austria, I would like to feel like they're going to come back full force. But I I think that they're going to give us something quality. This is my fear for Austria. My fear is that they end up going like the Swiss route. Oh, Lord. That's my fear. I don't know why I feel that. And there's still time for them to not do this. So if you're listening... If you're if you're starting to look in the direction of sad, you know, impactful male vocalist singing something like, you know, mid tempo to slow, please do not. Please don't. I'd rather have I'd actually rather have the, you know, the 2019 Austria where at least it's like indie. It feels of the artist. I'd almost rather have that. And you don't qualify just but it's still like a quality piece. I'm thinking Austria I'm concerned. I, like, I don't know. I'm just, I would be looking at them with a little bit of a microscope. What are you going to do? Yeah, I feel that. I, I totally get that. I, they're neighbors. They have flags the same colors. <laughs> they're both in the Alps. Um, right. I do have a little bit of that. I understand that fear there. Yeah, so that's the only thing I think I'm feeling for Austria is I'm, a, I'm just a little bit like, it could go either way, and yeah, again, I really don't want like a sad boy song. I mean, even though some of those are quality, I'm not saying it's not quality, but give me something maybe like if it's gonna be a sad boy, like make it like a sad boy electronic like experimental track. At least Ooh, you know, don't bore like me. Masculine like, dancing on my own. Yeah, I, I would love that. That sounds good to me. That sounds like something that, you know, could do some things at Eurovision. I'd appreciate that. So that's how we feel about Austria. Next up is Azerbaijan, who last year, you know, they mixed things up, finally decided to go internal, you know, and and by internal, I mean something homegrown. And although they didn't make it through, I actually didn't think the piece was that bad. And it was executed very, very well, which they tend to do. But I'm going to say this. I think that they are going to come back next year, but I think that they might give us something a little bit more ethnic. And I wouldn't even be surprised if they did. Um, this was 20, I think, yes, this was, uh, was it Macedonia 2015? Or was it, or no, 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 Montenegro. Montenegro. With, with Blackstreet backing vocals? Is that? No, 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 hold on. Oh my gosh, that's Montenegro. I'm getting Montenegro. That's Montenegro, right? I was thinking of North Macedonia. North Macedonia had Black Street. Yes, they did. But but Montenegro 2015, right? Kinez, that was the... Kinez, so I'm right. Okay. Yeah. That is what I think Azerbaijan could possibly be giving us. Maybe like a more seasoned talent. But guess what? We love that song from 2015. We love it. Audio is a classic. 
I would be I would be here for that. And we know that Azerbaijan can execute. But ultimately, I just think I think Azerbaijan is going to continue to stay internal. But I do think that that internal quality could maybe end up us receiving something that is ethnic, but maybe from an older performer, which then I think they qualify. Potentially, I think they're in a space where like I feel like Azerbaijan's going to come back this year and qualify, I think. No, I can definitely see that. Okay. I feel like because they um, last year kind of felt like a throwaway, like they were a little upset about 2022 still. <laughs> and so I feel like this year they're going to come like correct. Like last year Frank kind of felt like a throwaway year for them. So I think this year they are going to bring something. I would be down with an, a seasoned performer giving us something a little ethnic. Um, if we keep it homegrown, I'd love that. From Azerbaijan? Yeah. I think they are. I think they're going to... No, no, no. I think they're going to commit. I think they're going to at least give it three years. I think we're going to get at least three years. I'm down with that. I I feel like when it comes to Azerbaijan, better safe than anything, they're going to come bringing the heat. They're going to be the land of fire and bring that fire. Yeah. So we're we're both seeming like we're kind of optimistic for Azerbaijan. Yeah, definitely. Okay, now let's... Let's move on because we know what's coming next. Belgique. It's Belgium. <laughs> Belgique. Uh, Belgium. What do you think? Because they're still doing the national selection. They're going to do it again, right? Well, this year it's going to be the French broadcaster for Belgium because, you know, they swap every right, year. Right, 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 right. And the French broadcaster tends to do that dark pop thing very well. And I'm going to think yes. they're going to keep on that track. I think they're going to stay on with that. So I have expectations that are high. Well, I'm, Belgium is all over the place for me. I actually think that Belgium is going to come correct next year, though. And I would say initially correct. Like I, you know, whereas this year it felt more like people latched onto it later. And real talk to me, I was like, I didn't latch onto it later. I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was going to be enough because I thought we were going to have a stronger year. (laughs) And then once we got all the songs, I was like, no, 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 there's room. (laughs) There's room. There, yeah, there's there's a clear slot there. I, I think I'm in the same boat as you with last year. I really yeah. do. Um, and no, it's going to be an internal selection. I just looked it up. Okay, so they're definitely going internal. Well, I'm I'm thinking Belgium's going to come correct next year. Yeah, I feel like they are because we have I think to they think are. about it's every other year. So this is the same broadcaster who brought us. Um, All alone. Oh is that what? No. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Oh yeah, I was right. Oh, all alone. In the danger <laughs> In zone. The danger zone. Excellent song. Um, and then what was the? So that's like the broadcaster we're dealing with. But wait, hold on. But they also gave us Jeremy, and Jeremy did make it through. Jeremy did make it through somehow. Somewhere. That vocal was just unforgivable in my book but <laughs> but if you like it i love it um because I, I wanted it for i him. wasn't big on that song but I you know the funny him. thing is i i wanted it for him i thought that vocally he was gonna come correct like i'd seen the live performances but this is why i always get nervous about my young performers because they don't know how to preserve their vocals they be out here talking going out some of them be smoking you know all the foolish things that you don't do when you're trying to preserve your voice like i mean come on all right okay so belgium i'm feeling good about belgium you're feeling good about belgium i'm feeling good about belgium too i know you just reminded me of jeremy but you know what i'm feeling good about belgium still 
Yeah. So then we got Cyprus, which recently, I think just as recent as today that we're recording this, has confirmed that they're going internal. We thought that they were going to do a national selection, which I would have loved um, a national selection from them, just because I think it would have been a whole bunch of good songs. <laughs> like, So my playlist is shedding a tear. I was expecting drama and mess. Well, yeah, but I think we would have had some good songs. So, I, yeah, my playlist is definitely yeah. like, ooh, weep, because we're not going to get that. But I will say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And Cyprus has been doing just fine, doing these internal selections. Yes, we know um, Homegirl didn't make it through in 2022, but the vocals weren't together. Everything else to me was together enough. It was together enough if we had, if the vocals were stronger, we wouldn't have had an issue. No, I agree. Like, because I still think about that staging. It's very striking. And this year we had a lot of purple and um, orange kind of color coding. A lot of the by lighting era. And she was the trendsetter on that one. Okay. Um, Yeah. So uh, let's talk about your favorites. Denmark. Um, Let me just say this. Denmark might have it together a little bit more next year just because they don't want to embarrass themselves so close to home. So I, I'm going to be, I'm hoping and praying on Denmark to have it together. I think that they will. I, I, I actually think Denmark will have it together next I year. Mean, yeah, I'm sure they don't want to embarrass themselves, but you know me when it comes to Denmark. They'll have something amazing in their national final and not choose it. Well, what should they have picked last year? Liga Hair. Oh, well, yeah, duh. That would have been intention for me. So, I oh, mean, I, yeah, I think yeah, that would have yeah. been, that could have really been a moment. And that could be something that would have been fighting. Oh, yeah. Fighting yeah. up there. Like, I can see that coming third. Yeah. Actually, you know, because honestly, I think Liga Air would have taken, I think they would have taken Estonia's spot. Okay, yeah. If they if Denmark had sent that instead, because it wouldn't have opened the show. So we gotta start there. It wouldn't have opened the show. Yeah. And just that moment, they could have even came at the I could have even seen them closing the half. Okay, I could have yeah. seen it. I could have seen them having it close the half. Like mm-hmm. legitimately. Yeah, Liga Air, that was the moment. That was the moment yeah, they I'm they just, they fumbled that bag. Like and I think that's my issue with when it comes to Denmark consistently. Um, I don't know how many people know this about me, but I'm not a big, the biggest fan of Denmark at Eurovision. Granted, they do have my favorite Eurovision song ever. It did come from Denmark. Okay. But that was in 1963. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> um, I just, I just, I already know the national finals are going to have something great in it and get overlooked. That happens consistently. That's true. It's like, I feel like Denmark's constantly trying to chase trends rather than have their own path that they carve out in the contest. Do they trace trends or are they coming in with the trend five years too late? I would say this year was on trend. I would I, give that to Riley. Correct. And that's correct. I and I didn't hate the song. I I was okay with it. Um I would even say twenty twenty one, even though it was like chasing a trend from, you know, forty years ago a little bit, was also kind of on trend because that kind of throwbacky Sound has been consistently in pop music since you know. Wait, Denmark twenty twenty one. What did they do? Um, that was the song in Danish. uh, Oh yes, the eighties throwback. Oh my gosh, yes. I was thinking. 
I, I wanted that to qualify. That. No, too. I was like, this is everything. When they didn't qualify, I really was like, yeah. oh, it was so joyful. It was joyful. It, it was, was so also, joyful. It was also kind of on trend, too, I feel like. It was. So it was no, because like, the 80s stuff was all happening. It was, but it was just a different. Yeah, no, you're right. Maybe it was a different side of the 80s. They were going for like that genuine, like fun 80s, where I think more people want to sit into that, like kind of synthy, cool 80s. Correct. They weren't coming for the bangs that look like a bear claw and too much hairspray 80s. Yes. No, but I, yeah, that was joyful. I think Mm -hmm. the, the issue with Denmark is they have yet to put together a national selection that can um, capture me. Okay, I would say their national selection I find mm-hmm. to be so dull and boring. I um, can't stand it. It's <laughs> it's my least favorite. I can't watch it. I literally because what ends up happening every year is they'll put like everything together. There'll be like one amazing song. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's not even gonna make it to the super final. Completely. Yeah, completely. And then we're just at the end watching like the final battle, like. Okay. Well, I, have, I have lots of deep feelings about Super Like finals. performing again, like, oh, God. All in the same night. Yeah, no. It, the national selection is what just, is what kills it for me. Speaking of national selections that I feel conflicted about, um, Estonia is up next, but are we saying over, under, on Denmark? So I'm saying, just so it's clear, I actually think Denmark is going to come correct next year. I think that they are going to come correct next year. You know, some people are saying, like, they'll win. I don't know if I'm living in that space. I haven't marinated in the Eurovision season long enough to really go for it there. But I do feel like I do feel like they are going to come correct next year, I, I think. Hopefully top 15 for themselves. I hope. Honestly, I'm going to have to stay on brand for myself and say, no, Denmark is not going to come correct. <laughs> I have to be the designated... Denmark hater um, and say no. <laughs> All right. So we've made our decision. Now on to Estonia, which typically has some of my favorite songs of like the Eurovision season. Last year, they mm-hmm. had me with. Yeah. Okay. Estonia, I feel like Esti Lau always has songs that I just I, I like really, really, lo- really like. Uh, mm-hmm. The other song that they had years past was Drop That Boogie, which I still listen to. That was so good. To this day. And I will watch the performance. Ooh. So yeah. Esti Lau, I feel like national selection that goes for it, does some things. I appreciate it. This year, I do think Estonia is coming correct. And I'm I'm sort of orbiting around this. I haven't finalized. Like last year, I did my list, my podcast that was countries that I thought your would win Eurovision soon. And just noting, I did have Sweden on there, so maybe I just check the box. I don't know if I just revisit that every season and then check the boxes. Like, oh yes, I was right again. I was right again. No, but um, but Estonia, I had on the list because I do feel like with Estonia because they've got some of the talent. They definitely have the national selection. I don't always think they pick the right song. I'll be real with you. There have been times that they have, but I do think there's been lots of times where they have not. Uh, I still stand by I Love Dumb Spirit Animal, Carly. Oh, yes. I, I just, I was like, I was here for it. 
but I, you know, but overall, I actually, I do believe that Estonia could win soon. I mean, Alika did well last year. I think she did. She exceeded expectations. But it's weird because I remember when I first heard the song, I was like, oh, this is this is like winner potential to me. Like it was a song that I was like, oh, yeah, this is something juries are going to eat up. And I think it's arresting enough for people at home to remember it. And then as the season went on. I just wasn't always in the mood to listen to it. So I had kind of like this love-hate relationship with the song. But I could understand and merit the quality. It was good. You know, it, it was sung well, executed perfectly. So yeah, I'm living in the world actually where I think Estonia could come back this this coming year, best themselves, do even better than what they did last year. And I don't know. I might have my eye on Estonia I'm recording to possibly you win. Quickly. I so thought we are podcasters with real lives. We're podcasters <laughs> with real, real lives and real busy houses. But okay, we're talking about Estonia. Yeah. So Lily, do you think Estonia is going to come correct this year? I would hope so. <laughs> I really do. I really, really, really do like Esti Lau. And I think in Esti Lau, they have songs that are, with Denmark, I kind of mentioned how they kind of chase the trends. Mm-hmm. I feel like at Estee Lauder they have songs that are like setting trends. I agree. They have music. And, but you know, it's so, hold on. I just, I completely agree. And that is why it's so interesting because I feel like when they pick wrong, they end up picking safe. Yeah. That's, that is my one critique with Estee Lauder. It's like they will have like the actual current track that could have the potential to be a mm. worldwide smash. Like, and then they pick the good looking guy, I guess, like with the fairly decent song. I don't know. Like just, I I don't know. Okay. This actually ties into my feelings about how Denmark's national final works. Get rid of super finals. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always leave you with the safest choice because at that point you're down to three choices instead of 10 choices. And of those three choices, people are going to gravitate towards the safest one. It happens consistently. Yeah. Any national final that has a super final in it. They just, unless it's like sometimes Iceland just goes with the wild choice. Right, 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 right. It's Iceland. Yeah. Um, no, honestly, because like with Estilao, I'm thinking about one performance in particular. Like, what was, it was a song in Estonian. It was all shadow mostly, and there was like um, little bits of light. I literally just retweeted this the other day because it's one of those songs. Yes. That it's just when you listen to it, it just... It, it just it's almost baffling um because it's like this is a thing that could win and you could send that in this year and it would be another one of those situations that's like- so mike says yes that is yes actually that is like one thing i will say at national selections that irks me and if i were like a songwriter submitting something where it's just like and then you don't get to compete with it it's like, it, it, like if the if the national selection is rigged, if it's like the people in the country have no taste, then the song is just ineligible, and you cannot in- enter it again, even though it could be a legitimate like Eurovision winning track. No, I'm laughing because that literally happened uh, one of the years that Luxembourg won uh, with Après Toi. That song was originally in the German selection and didn't get chosen, so they rewrote it into French and gave it to Luxembourg instead. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> just, just made me laugh. Like, yeah, that used to happen more back in the day. Okay, so are you thinking Estonia is going to come correct? 
I worry. I feel like safe bet no that they're not going to come correct. Okay. I just feel like Estonia is not in the mood to play to play the game they should be playing. See, I think that they will this year. So I'm being hopeful. Okay, so we're split on that one. All right, Finland. They're, what do you think? They're coming correct. Finland is coming in hard. They want this so bad, and they yeah. got so close. Yeah. They're coming for it again. My fear is... So now I think I might take the opposing side here. Well, that's not true. I think that Finland is going to come correct. Like, UMK is going to be good again, like, this year, rivaling, like, one of the better national selections of the season. I do think that that is the fact. But my fear is that then maybe we get a whole bunch of, like, I I don't want to say people trying to recreate Katia because I, I think that'll just be too literal, but I do think they might lean into like a little bit of like dance band like stuff and they might not actually give us like a ballot. And I actually think it'd be dope if like because I was talking about her last year and, you know, yes, mm-hmm. Katia was going to win. <laughs> but Alexandra, mm-hmm. I just feel like if Finland were to come back with something so different, that would almost help them more and I think that they're still gonna feel I think they're still gonna lean into heavy like being like the crowd pleaser this year I I think that you know they're drunk off of it from last year still and it's like come on give me another round and yeah and with that I just don't know if that means like I think they're gonna come correct so let me just be clear I think they're gonna come correct I think the national selection is gonna be fire again Mm -hmm. but I I think what they may ultimately pick will be giving that same rah-rah kind of uh, party vibe atmosphere um, and energy. And I don't, I feel like then the masses might go like, oh, they're trying to do what they did last year, even if it is not of the same genre and ilk, just the crowd-pleasing vibe of it. That's what I'm thinking. I think for me, I feel like they're not, because when it comes to Finland, Finland is going to do what Finland wants to do. Correct. That's kind of like why as they I should them as a Eurovision country so much. Same here. It's like who else would give us a minute and a half long garage punk song from like the seventies in twenty fifteen? No one else <laughs> would do that, and I will defend that one forever. Um, no, I liked it. I loved it personally. Uh, yeah, I thought it was. Good. I always think Finland gets played at Eurovision to a certain degree, and it's weird to me. Yeah, like I find Finland, it so strange. Finland is going to do what Finland wants to do, regardless of what everyone else wants. And I feel like I would be down for them giving us like a great power ballad. Yeah. Like just something that's just like killer vocal. That's what I'm saying. I want something like where people then go like, oh, and Finland turned around and give it like, because I yeah. think that people would give it props. That's why I'm like, maybe if Alexandra comes back, like, because I thought I, I still listen to um some. Oh, that song was gorgeous. Honestly, I would have been happy with most of those songs winning at UMK. Her vocal is like, (sighs) I mean, (laughs) it's like when she opens her mouth. Like, I remember when they were doing like the preview video for UMK, and I was like, oh, that's how she sounds. Like, it's like you, you know, where the voice doesn't match the face, where you're like, oh, 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 Mm -hmm. okay, girl. (laughs) Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and then when I started getting into like a little bit of her discography, I was like, oh, I've heard these songs before. It was crazy. So I would like her, I mean, maybe not like, you know, right after, but I would love to see her return to Finland. Just, I think, to give them something out of the box. But I am still standing my girl Vasala too. But the challenge with that is like, you can't make her do a national selection. She no, she gotta to be selected. Internal. Yeah, she gotta yeah. just get the ticket. She's not her ex husband. Yeah, um. no, she gotta get the ticket. Yeah, come on now. The, song, the <laughs> yeah, tracks no. are good. The tracks are good. Have, I also have a fear that it, we might. It's like Finland can go either way, really. Yeah, I feel like they're really in the boat though to go hardcore doing well. I feel like when it came to twenty twenty two. Okay. They were trying to do well, but they went wrong. Yeah. It came off kind of yeah. like too calculated for me. Yeah. But then the, well, the public was behind Bess, which would have been the much better choice. But was but we can't say that because the fandom was behind Bess. The public of Finland was behind the Rasmus. I mean, they won both. They yeah. They they yeah. they walked. That national selection and quiet as is kept, the other band was better than them. The ones that came second place, they yeah. had the better track and the better staging package and the more reliable vocal. But you know, but they're the Rasmus. I'm like terrified him's gonna pop out of nowhere and be like another <laughs> band they haven't thought of in like 15 years. But I I liked that other band. They had the black and white staging. Yeah, I I preferred cool. what they put together. I mean, and best was good, but like. I mean, Bess was not going to do nothing at Eurovision, though. Yeah. It I wouldn't have come like, top 10. Just the way that Finland gets played yeah, at I Eurovision. Mean, I just, I just knew, I was like, no, it's probably good that they just went on and had the Rasmus, like, whatever. Um, Jezebel. I hate that song so much. Such <laughs> divorced dad and everything. It's the cringerous things you do. Okay. Um <laughs> Jezebel. Stop. <laughs> oh man. It's the I can Jezebel. see. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so Finland. So then France. Let me tell you something. France is one of my Eurovision countries that is about to be on like my like naughty Santa list. Where it's just like France has had some of the so- some of like the best songs, and really they got on this list after they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna scrap Destination Eurovision the first time." No, where I was just like, "You like have been walking with one of the best national like with great quality songs, and then you want to scrap it and like take away all of these amazing songs from me." Bump you, like I am mad. But no, after last, it's funny because. I- you know, come to internal France. Uh, I don't France. know. <sighs> Poor Barbara Pravi's locked in their basement writing stuff for Junior right now. Look, I mean, I just I don't know. France. This is the thing. I would because France is one of the countries that I would personally like to see win Eurovision soon. That's like the challenge, and I love like when like the twelve-year-old trolls on Twitter come at come out and they're just like you just hate france i'm like when and where like like you just hate everything we do i love when people say that because like at this time i have such like a long documented internet 
footprint and <laughs> yeah, exactly. of like on record, like Mercy, I literally dressed up for the 2018 <laughs> like grand final in my black turtleneck and my black gaucho pants and red sneakers. Okay. Was in 2018. Messy, messy. <laughs> I mean, like literally. I know. It's like messy. France, France has some of my mm. favorite Eurovision songs of all time. Equally, Je Cherche. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that that was gonna win. Going oh into God. 2016, I, I was hoping that that was gonna win. Then we saw the rehearsal. And it was like, okay, this is not going to happen. Upstaging. You know, reality check. Yeah, reality check. France needs to learn how to stage. But like um, France, I have I have fought for them. So like, not true. Mm-hmm. And so with that said, I think until France gives us the Caribbean Afrobeat inspired track that they should be, or, or hip hop, an you. actual rap song, because you all are good at it. Like yeah. until they do that, I think that there is going to be some type of karmic revolution to where they're just not going to be able to win until they give us that. Like I, <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of French music. Like I, and what do I listen to? French hip hop mostly, because France does hip hop very well. Like, bring us that, please. Bring us like you've got and this is something that's frustrating i feel like the uk and france are the two countries i look at the most and go like use your immigrant population like utilize that rich it. cultural fabric you've got sitting there making some absolutely amazing music and people are gonna embrace it yeah i, just I like- so let me so i will just say i feel like so if you ask me is france gonna come correct this year I think they got a little bit of money left over because um, Homegirl didn't do any pre-parties last year. So I think they've got some budget. And so I actually do think France is going to come correct this year. They're probably not going to give me the Afrobeats or hip-hop song of my hopes and dreams. But I do think that they are going to come correct this year. I I think that the hype of last year was good for them because I think they needed a little bit of a cheerleader moment. It evaporated a little bit. Uh, but I do think that they needed that motivation. And so I am living in the world that fa- France is going to come correct this year. Uh, yeah. And I would love to see them actually in winter contention with something good. I'm thinking because France last time they did something messy and the terrible choice was 2022. I'm sorry, 2020. And then oh, the next year they yeah, gave us something yeah. great with 2021. Hello. So- Let's go from mess to the peaks. Let's yeah, the deepest yeah. valleys to the highest highs. I'm gonna agree yeah. with you. Yeah, I think France is coming correct. Okay, up next is Germany, which I will give Germany credit. Their national, I was actually, I appreciated their national selection that last year. It felt like effort. I felt like there were solid options there, mm-hmm. and I stand by Lord of the Lost. I'm glad that no one got like nil point, yeah. but Lord of the Lost deserved better i get the way that this all shakes down that's just how it goes but i was hoping that some of those juries were actually going to appreciate lord of the lost a little bit more Mm -hmm. but again i say germany ultimately i think they're on the right path but you know where i do think germany because i don't think we had that anthemic like male ballad and i do wonder if they had picked will church 
that is my only thing. I'm like, if they had picked Will Church, I I do wonder if that would have been better because, you know, we had all the sad boys mm-hmm. in 2022. Yeah. And although last year we had Remo, because of all the staging and the theatrics with it, I think it felt bigger than than just kind of like a sad, you know, like kind of like a sad heartfelt song. Whereas mm-hmm. I think Will Church just sort of standing on stage with a guitar and his regular clothes talking about. Oh, yeah, no, I think that actually like just if I had to pick an alternative. Mm-hmm. But here we are talking about Germany bringing options. So I feel like I'm not saying that they're going to come with heat. But I do think that Germany's on the right path, and I don't think I'm going to be disappointed with ultimately what Germany is going to give us this year. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to say I agree with that statement. I feel like with Germany, um, for me, a win from them would be coming out of the bottom place at this point. Well, they have to. They have to. I honestly, like, that's my country that I look at and go, like, you guys have such a great music industry. Amazing. You, and diverse and it's it's good creative it's like, yeah there's so many interesting yeah. things happening in german music yeah and i feel like the national final was excellent last year yeah there was and like, it was entertaining i exactly. enjoyed myself watching it exactly i enjoyed I myself a, watching it i had a good time it wasn't like i was watching whatever denmark does yeah um but no i honestly i feel like germany is gonna bring something good i i just my biggest thing when it comes to germany is like don't give up yeah. Keep trying. Stay the course. Hold on. <laughs> Germany. Okay, let's move on to Iceland. I'm just going to tell you right now, as much as I love Power and my girl yeah. Diljau, I was not a fan of the national selection last year at Iceland, but I feel like with Iceland, they tend to teeter-totter. Yeah. One year they've got a strong national selection, the next year they don't. Then the next year, and it does tend to go that way. So I'm actually thinking Iceland comes correct this year. I agree with that 100%. Like, Iceland is every other year. Yeah. They have something, they have a good national final. Um, And this is the year for them to have a good national final. Yeah. It's like a good song, because it's... Oh, yeah. Iceland's another country that's hungry for the win. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. They are so starving, starving, starving. And low-key low being starved yeah. um, by the EBU. We need to figure it out for Iceland. All right. Up next, we got to move on. We got to do it. As much as I want to have faith, mm. I, because I have to go on record and say this. Although Ireland, I think, is going to put forth a good effort this year, I, I, I don't know if it will be correct. That it, I, I think there will be the effort, but I don't know if it will be correct. And I want it to be correct. But that's not where I'm living. Handing it over to you, Lily. I agree. Um, and I think the issue with Ireland is the broadcaster completely it's that's what we need years we need some years of rebuilding um with ireland and i i don't even know if we purchased the bricks yet i i dare even say just give it to your other broadcaster for a year or two um to be completely honest i just sad it's like they have potential to be good it's so much and it's like they I just feel like Ireland wants to send 
Oh, look. Scandinavian countries do well at Eurovision. Let's send a song written by a Scandinavian songwriter. Or let's choose stuff like for our national selection like that. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just disappointing because if you just went, f- I feel like if Ireland went full embracing being Irish, they would do much better. And that's what I want yeah. from them. And I know I'm not going to get it. So, well, I I think you're right. And also too, I and I mentioned this on TikTok because even when I've had conversations, like it's not about distilling a country down to like doing something cultural and ethnic. But it is like if you're coming to win, you got to give the people what they want Mm -hmm. and you have to listen and observe what works and what doesn't. And I just think with Ireland, the listening is off. They don't they are not actually serving what people want to consume from them. I think that's the core. I think that's a core issue. I do think, yes, staffing is a concern and the broadcaster is probably a concern. And but I think all you need is that artist. And and if Ireland can identify the artist, then I think we're good. But but then once you have the artist, you have to execute. And I mean, just the execution in recent years has been so deeply troubling i just let's move on um israel israel's coming correct it's israel israel always comes correct israel's coming correct and it'll just be down to whether people like it or not but israel yeah. is definitely going to give something slick it's going to be professional i'm not worried about israel at all moving on yeah, I, I, I have we have nothing to say um actually well let's move on to another one italy italy's going to come correct Italy's gonna come correct. I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm. I'm not concerned. I'm. I'm not troubled. I. Italy is going to come correct. It's gonna be good. I agree 100 percent as well. Like yeah. What What else could we have to say about those two? Yeah. They know. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And they're gonna give the people what the people want. Ex- exactly. And Another thing. I mean, because Italy. Italy's got a great music scene. Mm-hmm. But I do think, again, Italy chooses the thing that's popping. And Europe is having, I've heard this from folks, like Europe has been having kind of like an Italian music scene moment where it's just like what's popping in Italy, like even though it might not be our direct music scene, it's like I like, you know, it's just like whatever's coming out of there that's like dope, like I'm into it. Oh, no, this summer? Yeah. I've been like, there's um, the song that Marco uh, Mangoni put out with Elodie right after Eurovision. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has yeah. been on repeat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Miss Ketya put out a song like the week after that. It's been on mm-hmm. repeat. Like, Italy's been bringing me good songs this summer. Oh, yeah. And yeah, no. They're just, just. And they have. Op- the other thing with Italy's, we're talking like plentiful options. You yeah. know, it's just pick what you want. It's probably going to work out. Okay, let's move on. Lithuania. I'm going to say yes. You think Lithuania is going to come correct this year? I feel like Lithuania is on an upturn. Like okay, they, well, when as, was the downturn though? What was, was the not, down? No, I'm afraid, rephrase that. I think Lithuania is on an upturn where Europe's recognizing they're on an upturn. Like, okay, the group. They've yes. consistently been bringing stuff. Yes, that's good, and they, they all all the songs have had a distinct identity. None yes. of them feel like they're copying one another. They all Correct. are choosing artists who are in their lane mm-hmm. and bringing something that's good and interesting, even though you know. I'm sure the name of the song Stay was not my favorite. I still feel like it was a strong song. And I feel like at this point, and watching the national selection as well, 
the last three years or four years, really, it's been a good, solid selection going. Um, and they've had options each year. It's not like, okay, let's just choose this. Let's, you know. Well, I dis- I think I disagree with that. Okay. I don't know if Lithuania has always been having plentiful options in the national selection. I'm saying for the I last also, four years. Uh, well, well, I still think not plentiful. Yeah. I think, it, like, more than three, more than four is plentiful. Yeah. Three should be the minimum. There should be at least three solid songs in contention. I, I, I think that, so let me just say, I think that Lithuania is going to come correct, though. Mm-hmm. Don't play. But their national selection deeply concerns me at all times. Because they have one of those national selections where you will turn to it and it'll be like, what is this? <laughs> that's why it's good. What am I watching? No, it is entertaining. But then that's the chance that they might pick it. But no, I I do think that Lithuania has been in a great space of just originality, of risk. But that's what kind of troubles me a little bit about Stay last year. Because to me, that felt so not Lithuania in a way. Like, in a way. Because even if you want to talk about, run with the lions. um, Yeah. Which was like kind of safe and boring. Because that's the thing. Like, I'll think they'll give us like all of this stuff. And then they have like these weird snapbacks. But if Stay was the snapback, yeah. then this year I think we're going to get kind of the thing that might be slightly more forward thinking. So I'm hopeful for Lithuania. Agreed. Um, yeah. And I'm going to play Majuris for the snapbacks. So. Well, true. No, no, no. I It's their fault completely. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to talk about Luxembourg because we talked about that in the first episode. So yeah. we'll skip over that. Malta. Oh, God. I, I'm going to tell you right now, as much as I liked what Malta did this year, I I don't know. I, I don't know if we're going to get. And and when I say this, like, I liked it. And to be fair, Malta picked the right song last year. Yes. I don't care what anybody says. They absolutely picked the correct track mm-hmm. to represent. They got shafted in the running order last year. Mm-hmm. Like, completely, in my opinion, for no reason. Like, you could have at least had it open the show. Why didn't they have it open the show? I would have had it open the show. Well, hum da boom song. that was going to qualify wherever it went. Yeah, I don't think that she needed to open the show. And honestly, after kind of the vocal performance falling apart, probably wasn't the the correct idea. They probably should have just had Malta go on yeah. and open it like, do you want to dance? Mm. Yeah. You know, and just gone for sort of the showrunner of it all. But I, I will say, I, I think that Malta post-Destiny, Malta is still in a rebu- rebuilding year mm-hmm. or a rebuilding era. And I actually think that that's okay because I do think they picked the right song last year. It was a song that I listened to in my car. It was not a skip for me. Uh, but I, I think that they are still in their rebuilding, saving coin mode. And honestly, in three more years... When Destiny wants to come back a woman, I am going to be here for it. Okay? I'm going to be here for it. Just three more years, she comes back a woman and gives them their victory. I I just, I do, I I, I don't, so I'm not saying that they're not going to come correct because I I don't think last year was incorrect. But I don't think they're going to come back competitive this year. Have you looked at how they changed their national final? Yeah, I saw. It's not going to be enough. It's it's going to be a mess. Um, I don't think they're coming back correct. Correct to be honest, I just yeah. I 
Malta is going to just be in a mess for a, a few more years and then yeah, somehow get it together, I guess. I hope. Um, let's go to Moldova. I, I don't even know. Because, I mean, last year, to me, they came correct-ish, but I do think the execution could have been way better for them, you know, like of what yeah. they do. So I do think, and I, and I mean execution specifically with the staging. I think the staging could have been more. Obviously, it was enough, but I think it was because of the song. I think the song is ultimately what allowed it to cut through. But I will say this. I actually felt like Malta, uh, like Malta, Moldova had um, options last year because yeah. I liked what Duma, Duma, even though I don't know if that um, was the song or because I've been listening to both of her songs, Aliona Moon. Yeah. So I listened to both of the options that she had like thrown out there. I forgot mm-hmm. which one was the one that that ended up making it through because like I said, I was listening to both of them. I thought both of them were good. Um, yeah. So that makes me feel like Moldova's probably got something good to be baked. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. 2013, 20, we were in Malmo and we had Aliana Moon mm-hmm. give us my personal favorite Moldova yes. ever. Maybe yeah. we want to give it to her again, you know, come back 10 years later. I would love because I'm telling you the two tracks she had mm-hmm. last year were great. Now I think it's good that they didn't go with her because we had a lot of kind of avant-garde electronic girls. Yeah. Like this year so I think it actually ended up being smart not to have her represent. But if she's got a track, girl come back. I would love to have her back. Come back. The vocals still popping, the tracks still feeling current. Come on back, girl. Come on down. I'm looking looking at Moldova's history, and they've got actually a decent track record. Well, no, they do. That's why I'm like, no, Moldova, I'm not not worried about them. I'm not worried. And like I said, because the national selection did have some, they had some WTFs. Don't get me wrong. Because like. But they had options. In 2011, it was Zubsy Zub. Uh-huh. And then. Which I still like that song. 2012 was Pasha. So yeah, bring her back for 2024. We'll have like the same three. Oh uh, yeah, actually Moldova, I would be here for that. And you know, I was trying to interview her. I reached out to her person. I tried mm-hmm. to send like DMs on Instagram. I'm like, girl, we yeah. trying to put you on the pedestal. We trying to, you know, make you just- fresh, dust you off for the world, girl. Oh my goodness, we just got to talking. We were just talking and talking and talking. And so you know what? We don't want to take all your time up. So you're going to have to join us for part two of the Eurovision for Real podcast.